Hey sis, I've been in your shoes. I've wondered how to step outside of my comfort zone and live the bold and fulfilled life that I wanted and now know that I too deserve. I know what it feels like to struggle as a single mom, to struggle with lack of money, to struggle with lack of resources, lack of self-esteem, and all the crazy shit life throws at you sometimes. I have felt powerless, unfulfilled, unattractive, unsupported, and unwanted for years before I had my breakthrough. There's an answer for you too. You can live boldly, have the life that you desire, break generational curses, and overcome trauma from your past. Welcome to the Wellness Homegirl Podcast. This is the mega center for all things wellness, where I will give you all of the tools, tips, tricks, and hacks to help you master your limiting beliefs and take your life to the next level based on the seven pillars of wellness. Every week, I will bring you advice, inspiring conversations, the conversations no one wants to talk about, the things you weren't taught growing up, and expert insight from industry leaders on various topics. Sis, it is time to stop just living and making it through the day-to-day motions. It is time to be well. Welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Homegirl Podcast with me, your host and life coach, Whitney Nicole. Today, I have a special guest, Miss Sparkle Bailey. Thank you so much, Miss Sparkle, for being on the podcast today. How are you? I am wonderful, Whitney. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate the honor of being able to talk to you and your lovely audience. I really, really appreciate you, everything you bring to our community, the way we met, the way we got to meet, just being a part of that world. I appreciate you. So thank you. you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we met at the Black Equity Con in Miami that I talked about on one of the episodes and it was amazing to meet you. But introduce yourself uh, and a little bit about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So hi, everyone. My name is Sparkle Bailey. Please say the Bailey. I am the networking housewife. And I teach women, specifically lady CEOs and housewives, how to move in a room, how to network in a room, and how to move in a room using your feminine energy. So I basically, this is my, my mantra. This is what I live by because it's true. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm used to hearing yes. I'm used to hearing yes. I'm used to okay. yes. And I'm not used to paying for things. I'm used to things being paid for for me. And it's because I walk and I talk in my feminine energy. Feminine energy is genuine. 
Mm -hmm. And so it's important that women understand their feminine energy and their feminine power from a genuine space because it won't work unless it's genuine. And so I teach women how to move in a room, specifically in the networking space or in the business space. I teach women how to move in their feminine space rather than their masculine space so that they don't have to work as hard. Right. Okay. I love that. I absolutely love that. So define femininity. Femininity is the ability, I would say it's the ability to nurture oneself and others. Mm -hmm. That's a simple definition. The ability to nurture oneself and the ability to nurture others. And how, how would you say feminine energy differs from masculine energy? So feminine energy and masculine energy complement each other. Mm -hmm. Um, they, They don't ever compete with each other. True feminine energy and true masculine energy, they cannot compete with each other. They can only make beautiful music together. Feminine energy, um, how do I say this? It serves in a different capacity. That they, they both serve in different capacities. So you can have the same goal and you need feminine energy to serve in more of a nurturing way. That's what it does best. That's what it does organically. Is it, serves in a, it serves to get to the goal from a state of nurturing. Feminine energy is excellent nurturing. Mm-hmm. masculine energy is excellent at protecting and providing that's what it organically and naturally does right. in order to get to the goal things need to be nurtured protected and provided for and that's literally the, the music that's the harmony of feminine energy and masculine energy right and it's honestly like the way you described it makes me think of like going back to the bible like the way we were organically made and set up to complement each other in that way um why do you think that because I know a lot of women I've been seeing a lot lately about women wanting to you know tap into their femininity and wanting to live a softer life why do you think that some women have lived more in their masculine energy a lot of a lot of the um, feminine, excuse me, the masculine energy that we see coming from women mm-hmm. stemmed in trauma. A lot of it has stemmed in trauma. Maybe not all of it, mm-hmm. but a vast majority of what we see coming out of the, the sisters, the women. When I say sisters, I mean women, because mm-hmm. there's no there's no boundary here. Like anyone in a certain community can be trained to be more masculine. Any woman in any community can be trained to be more masculine than she naturally would have been had she been nurtured properly. Mm-hmm. So there's a lack of there's a lack of nurturing there. There was something she needed that she didn't receive. There was a balance that she needed that she never got. And a lot of it has to do with trauma. That's that's what I'm familiar with. There are other reasons, but my main focal point are the, the ladies that I coach mm-hmm. a lot has to do with trauma um the independent woman syndrome or the um yeah the, the single mother mm-hmm. who you know there was no male role model or a healthy masculine I won't say a male role model because I don't mean that at all a healthy masculine role model to provide balance a lot of women missed out on that as as children and so because of that, it causes an imbalance where, you know, I don't need help. I don't need to lean on my community. I have it all figured out. Um, if I just work hard, I'll get there. And it's, it, it cracks my voice because it hurt. It, oh, it just, it literally, yeah. it's a weight that we never should have ever had to bear. 
And even though a lot of my sisters think that they have to bear that weight, I'm just here to relieve that weight for you, sis. You don't have to bear that weight. You don't have to pay for stuff and you don't have to steal anything. You know what I mean? There's so much room for you. There's so much bounty for you um, working smarter and not harder. And when I say working smarter, I mean tapping into your true feminine energy. Um, just the idea of my sister struggling the way that they choose to do. They get up and struggle on a daily basis. It, mm-hmm. it puts a little pain in my chest. And so I'm just rubbing that, that pain through because you don't have to live like this. It's, there is literally help has arrived. Yeah. And I definitely feel you that independent woman syndrome. I feel like there was a point in time where culture kind of told us like we have to be this or we can do this. And I myself, I've been there too, being um, a mom who was single at one point, like raising a, a kid. Like I felt like I had to hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, and so I definitely understand where you're coming from. When do we teach our our daughters that like do we teach them this like from birth to live in their feminine energy like how does how do we start this or change that that narrative for women who are wanting to change you started you start teaching them wherever they are from birth from six years old from 13 years old my daughter's 16 you start wherever you and you whatever age you are you know I'm I'm 36 years old you start at whatever point you start. So your mother may not be there to teach you this. You know, that's okay. If you hear this message, it's not too late for you. There's so much, so much room for you mm-hmm. as far as understanding who you are as a feminine woman and your value as a feminine woman, not as a money maker, not as um, a baby maker, anything like that. Like you have value beyond your femininity. Your, but your femininity is where you're going to find the respect and the, the proper provision. The proper provision that you long for, you get through. The women that you see who are properly provided for, a lot of who are properly provided for, not just provided for. Because true masculinity is not just a provider there's more to it than that so not just not just provided for but properly provided for women are in their feminine space Mm -hmm. and so you don't have to be any age I would start at birth obviously I would start at birth Um, and that looks like um mom having time to the, the baby's the baby's energy is going to resonate with the mother's energy so if mommy is overwhelmed having help with the baby so that mommy can rest so that mommy can embrace the baby because that is what we ultimately that's what we want is we want mommy to embrace the baby we don't want mommy to feel so overwhelmed and out of sorts we need mommy to have social uh, not social excuse me emotional support Mm -hmm. so that starts yeah that starts at birth absolutely there's no excuse if you're ready to start a family then you're ready to receive femininity training for your children, for masculinity training for your children, for yourselves, for your spouses, you, your family probably, the families in this day and age probably need to just stop what they're doing and everybody just take femininity and masculinity training, emotional support training. Like everybody could literally benefit in this country. Everybody could literally benefit to just stop what you're doing, grab hold of some authentic emotional support systems and resources and femininity ladies 
let's let's separate for a while because communication is so crazy with men and women in America. It's so off balance. It would it would behoove us to just take some time. You know, guys go over here, ladies go over here, and we do some femininity exercises. And we kind of talk about why are we so catty with each other? Why are we so ready to argue and fight with each other and, and heal from that? And they listen to them. They don't really listen to advice from us unless we're in our feminine space. And most of us are not in our feminine space. Most of y'all, <laughs> let me say what I mean, because I'm doing the work. Most, <laughs> most of my sisters are not rocking in their feminine energy. And so it's hard to pass advice along to the other side and expect that to be received if you're not in your feminine space because you're you're talking at each other it's a a duality thing you're talking at each other because you don't know how to rock in your feminine space in your masculine space which would ultimately have you talk to each other Mm -hmm. and then there's just this harmony it's this beautiful harmony yeah We'll never get there if, if we don't take time and let the brothers, the brothers and the feminine women love on the brothers and the sisters and the healthy masculine men love on the, there's levels. My mentor taught me that there are males, there are males and there, and there are men and there are females and there are women. Mm-hmm. And what that means is you have people who the males and the females, excuse me, they are, they're deeply rooted works in progress. Mm-hmm. And we have run across them. We've all run across them. We've all been them, right? And then at some point you start to pour into yourself and invest more into you. And that's where you discover your true divine masculine energy and your true divine feminine energy. Now we both carry both. All of us carry both polarities. Mm-hmm. I carry more feminine energy and he carries more masculine energy I operate in my feminine excuse me I operate in my masculine energy from time to time but that is not my dominant polarity Mm -hmm. vice versa that's where the harmony comes in so as you can see things have been so far out of harmony people are not communicating effectively people are just kind of talking to each other expressing opinions to each other not taking time if we are delicate with them they will crumble in our hands they mm-hmm. will sit at our feet. They will honor our, our request. If we are, once we're delicate with them, it's so hard for the women to be delicate with them because, or for some females, I would say, to be delicate because they're so hurt. Yeah. They're so disappointed. And you cannot lead with that disappointment. You have to lead with forgiveness because every one of these men out here did not, or these males or whomever, every one of them did not wrong you. So you cannot qualify all of them in one and and both sides do it. Yeah. That's what lets you know where the males are and the females are. Women and men, they don't operate like that. Mm -hmm. We listen to each other. We embrace each other. Yeah. And this is just, this is a whole world where it's like, it's time for us to come out of what we've known that's familiar, that's broken, that's toxic and just come together and, and just harmonize. It's so, it's so time to harmonize and we, we get our best work done when we harmonize. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and emotional, like you speak about emo- like our emotions and emotional wellness is something that we, that I speak about a lot here on the podcast. And it's really hard to move forward and grow in any aspect if you are not well with your own emotions. And, and we are not, unfortunately, taught that a lot. We're taught like, you know, you have to, you know, go off on him or go off, you know, like to just have these outbursts we're taught that that's okay and it's really not you need to be in tune with yourself emotionally so do you believe that a woman single or in a relationship ever has to like live in her masculine energy I know you said they're kind of they're kind of opposite and you have both polarities um can a woman live like successfully live in her masculine energy she can but she won't be happy. Mm-hmm. She won't be happy. If she, if she lives her life in her masculine space, she won't feel satisfied. She'll always feel cheated of some sort. She'll feel denied um, of some experience. You know what I mean? All women at some point would love for someone to open their door or to carry a heavier bag or right. to just remove some load. There's some load. If it's pregnancy and labor, there's some, there's some load that... Excuse me. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some load that uh, I apologize. This is my daughter. <laughs> I'm like I don't know what she needs, but let me just tell her I'm recording. Sorry. No, you're good. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm what was I saying what was I talking about <laughs> it's my baby like that's my no baby. I was saying that uh or asking you if uh, women ever have to live in their masculine energy and you said she won't ever be happy she won't ever be happy if she's in if the majority of her life is spent in her in her masculine space she's always going to be chasing something you well I, I really wish that I would have led with this you tell me if she's going to be okay, or if she's going to be happy living her life in her masculinity, if she's always chasing something, she's always providing. Name one woman you know that is just over the moon excited about providing. Like, look what I did for my family. I'm so excited that I was able to afford ABC, XYZ for my family. Like, what type of feminine energy does that even give off? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, my house is bigger than their house. Like, things like that. Like, I'm not, I don't want to make it, I never want to come off like women are supposed to be these ditzy, bubbly, you know, just bubblegum popping housewives or anything like that. I am a proud housewife. Mm -hmm. I'm a very proud housewife, but I don't think that that's for everyone. You know, I've run businesses before, all that good stuff. I've I've dabbled here and there. Um, I think that there's room for women to be CEOs and be more in those masculine roles. Mm -hmm. They just do a better job women who work especially like yourself you are a hard-working traveling nurse mm-hmm. you have to you have to have a bridge between work and home so you're not really allowed to come straight home anymore if we're tapping into our true feminine energy you don't need to necessarily come straight home you need to turn her you need to turn your masculine version the masculine you know Whitney needs to be checked mm-hmm. because you're about to go into a space where masculinity is not really appreciated invited or needed it's not even needed that side of you is not needed in your home or in your family dynamic Mm -hmm. but you're tired so you want to come home and rest you want to be served 
which is a feminine trait. You want to be served, obviously. Men want to be served as well. It's just a different, just like we, we bring different things to the table to get to the common goal. Men want to be served just in different ways. Yeah. We love flowers. You know, a lot of us, not all of us, but we love flowers and things like that. There are some men who love flowers, but many men are like, I don't want flowers. I would prefer tickets to a game or I would prefer, you know, some new sneakers or you can, you know, maybe buy a, a, a deed or something for me or something, you know, buy a piece of something, buy ownership into something, buy a stock or something like that, that would make him happy. Just look at the different requests. Look at the differences in the requests. She could live in her masculine space and she can tell you she'll be okay with that. But there are just certain times where you just, there are certain pressures where you just, you, you deserve to be served in your femininity. And you're denying yourself when you choose to just boldly stand courageous in your masculine space. You're denying yourself. You're saying that it's okay for me to compete like men do. It's okay for me to hurt and take pain and bear loads that men bear. If that's what you choose, that's what you choose. I will never say you're wrong. If you choose to chase your paycheck over happiness, stability, like mental stability, and I understand financial stability is mental stability. Trust me, I understand. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I understand. There's just alternative ways to financial success and freedom rather than, you know, allowing yourself to be, you know, how you, how you have to ask permission as a 30-year-old, as a 40-year-old, as a 50-year-old woman. You have to ask permission to take off days to spend with, the, with your children because your child is sick. Mm-hmm. See, men... I don't know. The children are different with dad and mom. Children are different with dad and mom. Definitely, yes. And it's a it's it says something. It says something. When we, dads are great. Good dads are great. Mm-hmm. There's something about a good mom. Yeah. There's something about a. There's a little flashlight around here. There's something about a good mom. And how she can nurture her family back to wholeness. Mm-hmm. And when you have to ask for permission to give what's natural to you, even if you don't practice it, even if you've never practiced it, it is natural to you. Once you tap into it, you will understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's something, it's, it's just, I've never been okay with that with you. I've never been okay with asking permission to just take some days where I can just be. I just need to just be because life is so heavy or because I have all these responsibilities or because... I'm so giving towards my family. I just need a day to myself just to be. I need a week to myself to just be. That sounds crazy to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But that's what living in your masculine space gives you. You, you. you get, you know, two days, maybe zero to three, zero to three days off a week. Maybe, maybe. If that's what works for you, live your best life. Yeah. Yeah, I totally uh, understand and agree because, like I said, I've been a single mom. I have been there, and and yeah, like you want to be there for your kids, for your family, like you, like you should be, and that's that is really more really importantly hard. being there for yourself. There are days every woman should have days. Every man should as well, but we're talking about the sisters. Every woman should have days where she just does absolutely nothing. She doesn't have to cook. She just 
Or if she enjoyed, like I said, I love cooking, but I don't love cooking for everybody, for the masses like that. I enjoy cooking for me. Mm -hmm. I enjoy trying things that don't go together, mixing things that don't go together. I enjoy grocery shopping. Everybody's Instacart, Instacart today. That's fine. I've never used Instacart before. I'm probably going to enjoy it when I start using it. I'm probably going to love it. But for me, there's therapy in going to the grocery store by myself, Mm -hmm. going up and down every single aisle, touching everything, trying samples. There's my favorite grocery store. You can get wine samples, food samples, everything. So you get a buzz. You're walking (laughs) around the store, having a good time. I can literally be in the store for an hour and a half, literally. That's therapy for me. So, you know, every woman needs to have something like I I call them. Well, I learned this from my mentor, mindless feminine activities. Mm -hmm. You're just like, maybe you're arranging flowers or you're creating art of some sort. Um, or you're maybe creating um, skincare products or mm-hmm. just just lounging around in a robe, feeling fabulous, just mm-hmm. mind, that's replenishing. And my sisters who are like hitting this, this clock, hitting this clock, hitting this clock, I see y'all's vacation pictures. I see you, you look cute in your bikinis. I see you. Are you taking care of your 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 feminine energy or your feminine goddess? Mm-hmm. My concern, because you can't buy that. You can't you can't buy your way to feminine. Like you you just you cannot buy. There's nothing you can purchase that will fix that. That'll make her make you just be more feminine. You cannot purchase femininity. That is something you literally have to you have to sl- you have to slow down and tap into her. You can't purchase, there's no purchase you can make that's going to make you um, instantly become feminine. They're yeah, it's an internal work you have to do. There's some healing that has to happen. Mm-hmm. It's some forgiveness that has to happen. And it's beautiful because you realize, oh my goodness, I did all of that and I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Beautiful feeling. Yes, definitely. And you said the mindless feminine activities. That just makes me think of me like, here lately, I've been buying like little matching pajama sets, like satin pajamas, and it makes me feel different than going to bed, like, you know, in a t-shirt and some basketball shorts. Like, it's the the things you don't even think of um, that really help you kind of tap into that as well. Um, so how do you help women tap into their feminine energy? So I have a course. Mm-hmm. Is but okay, so I teach women how to network in their femininity. That is specifically my niche. Okay. I teach women how to move in a room, how to identify opportunities and things like that, how to uh, maybe impress, like, say you want to work with some big wig that's the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I teach you how to get into, you know, like attract maybe like his attention with okay, so I'm trying to, I'm thinking of one thing and then I'm I'm like, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm, I'm sorry. It's a lot of things going on in my factory, right? I'm going to say what I actually am trying to say. I teach women how to move in. A, I, I have all these tips and tricks that I teach women on how to get what you want. I'm excellent at getting what I want. Mm-hmm. I am great at getting what I want. I love that. I appreciate that. A lot of, a lot of what I teach, I was taught growing up that there was like something to be ashamed of or that I was a user or that I was a manipulator. And so when I got older and I started taking courses from my mentor, I was like, wait a minute, I've been doing this all my life and I got in trouble for that. 
Mm-hmm. I got labeled for being, I got labeled for being in my feminine space. Mm-hmm. A woman who's in her feminine space, she's a confident woman. Yes. She doesn't care what other people think of her. She knows who she is. I used to get in trouble for talking like that. Mm. You're supposed to care what people think. Mm. Your reputation is everything. But that's what they were taught. Right. Right. So I get the the pattern being passed down, but it stopped with me. Because like I said, my mentor reassured me and reiterated over and over that, no, honey, we don't care about what other people think. Our wrists are broken. As she said so eloquently, our wrists are broken. I'm in my feminine space. I don't do that. I'm not picking that up. I'm not, I'm not handling that, darling. He can handle that. Because mm-hmm. what? guess what the big aha is? Whether it's your boss, your uncle, your cousin, your brother, your, your man, whomever, your pastor, like whomever. These men are built to serve you in some way. They want to serve you. But the thing is, when you are so gung-ho about holding on to that masculine energy, they are like terrified of you. Mm -hmm. You're terrifying in that beautiful dream. You're pretty to look at, but you are terrifying to be with. Mm -hmm. That's not what they need. You and your masculine space is such a turnoff. Yeah. So if you have a business or if you work a business or if you run a business, that's fine. But the part where it becomes a problem is where you disconnect from that version of yourself before you go home. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I do. Well, I teach women how to network and I (laughs) I go back to these places every time I have this conversation. We end up talking about relationships and marriages and things like that. And it's like, I'm trying so hard to make sure I stay focused in the networking. And the business niche uh, niche of this topic because that's my expertise is networking. So my program teaches women how to network and how to move in a room, how to talk to the wife, how to you know get the wife on board, how to you know network with married men, like appropriate holistic feminine principles. Yeah, feminine networking principles, holistic feminine networking principles. Everything I do is by the book. Now I wrote the book. Mm-hmm. I wrote the book, but everything is a holistic feminine principle in networking. So there's a way to network with married men. There's a way to talk to his wife. There's a way to, um, there's a way to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Is, that's all I'm saying in a nutshell. There's a way to get what you want. Um, we do some feminine, we do some femininity activities where I introduce some and reintroduce others into their feminine space. And we go into, uh, and we do that with a lot of like healing and, you know, going back into the past, things like that. We go into all of that. And then also we talk about networking principles, how to network, what networking entails, mm-hmm. what it does not entail, how to minimize certain assets, if you will, mm-hmm. other assets, how to minimize those, w- w- minimize yourself from showcasing them. Don't try to hide them per se as though they're not existent, but what you do, you, it's, it's just cuter to keep it covered. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a, there's an energy that comes out of you when you're in your feminine space that is more attractive than your breasts mm-hmm. or your bottom. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Talk about a lot of different things in the program. We have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I love it. I love it. And so I saw a post of yours and you talked about, how uh, about network 
networking and the five senses of networking. But when you are networking, first off, what are those five senses and what is the, uh, what are you networking to, to accomplish? Is it the, the business or is it the, the relationships or is it all of it? How does that work? So the, the, the goal is whatever you set before you network in any capacity, you need to have a goal. Mm-hmm. I can never set your goal. The next person is not going to set your goal. Your mentor is not going to set your goal. You know why you're there. You know, if you want more business at your, you know, for your business, you, you want to get more traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to bring in more uh, clients for your boss, you're just trying to get, you know, you're there on behalf of the company and you're trying to get more clients for your boss. Um, or you just want to sell products, you know, you're networking, you're a vendor and you want to sell products, you know what your goal is. So whatever your goal is, you are doing these five senses, what I call the five senses of networking. You're doing that with the goal of I'm going to achieve this goal. I'm going to attract this many clients. I'm going to make this many sales today. Whatever your goal is, you can network every day while you're at work selling whatever it is that you're selling, selling your product. Um, It doesn't have to be a networking event to network I've grown up I grew up in large communities so Mm -hmm. church was always a big deal like because it was a big congregation we were involved we knew every oh my goodness I know so many people from church the churches because our church was just very like our Christian walk I'll say that we were very scattered as far as like all over the country. So we networked with people from all over the country, you know, like it was just like unreal, but I'm so blessed to say I was a part of that world because now I, I know what to do. Like these, these networking principles are tried and true. Yeah. I'll give you guys the, the five senses of networking. The first one is sight, uh, sight. You have to see yourself and you have to see your target when you are that you have to have your goal and then see yourself in the room and you have to envision yourself in the room, envision your target in the room. What are you wearing? Um, what are, you know, what are they wearing? How are they behaving? How are they dressed? Where are you standing? Things like, are you nervous? Like you have to see yourself. You have to envision this just like you have your goal. And then you take that goal and you start envisioning how the goal plays out because that's exactly what you're good. That's your roadmap for when it's live at five in your face, mm-hmm. you see yourself, you see your target. And so that's, that's the first, the first one is sight. The second one is hearing. You want to uh, listen out for opportunities, clues, and keywords. When you're in that space, there will be a lot of conversations going on around you, but you need to have your ear prone to whatever your goal is. You need to have your ear prone to opportunities, clues, and keywords to get closer to that goal. Mm -hmm. That's very, very, very important. So I I mentioned that in one of the videos, Um, you don't want to be tapped into anything else when you're networking. You want to be tapped into your target Mm -hmm. itself. You want to make sure your mind is clear. Before this interview, I had to clear my mind because I didn't want to be distracted with any other thoughts or responsibilities or anything like that. I wanted to clear my mind for this interview. So you have to do a detox. You can't be watching TV, can't be distracted with anything else. And I wouldn't even bring people along with me to network if I knew that they were going to be like up under me. I won't even move with me because I need to have a clear head and only be responsible for me. I'm a mover and a shaker. So that's really important too. Um, the third one is touch. Um, firm handshakes are, you need, to, that's, that's the language. Mm-hmm. That's the language. You need to be great at giving a, a nice, 
firm handshake. There is no room in the world of networking for a soft, delicate handshake. Um, I say that it just depends on your goal. Mm -hmm. It depends on your goal. There may be room for a soft, delicate handshake. It just depends on what your goal is. Now, there's an inappropriate soft and delicate handshake, and then there's an appropriate handshake. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about that more in the course, for sure. (laughs) Um, Also, the rules of hugging. When it comes to touch, there are rules when it comes to hugging. You don't want to just hug strangers unless you, like sisters. Okay, so like when I say sisters, I definitely mean Black women in this example. Mm -hmm. Sisters can give each other a vibe and a look that sisters that are strangers we can just give each other a vibe and a look and we know it's okay to go ahead and hug that's that's the kind of spiritual thing that we just have with each other um we can even look at our brothers and just kind of give a vibe and it's an understanding like oh yeah it's okay to hug i would still suggest that you get some sort of consent first make sure it's mutual consent yeah because you don't want to accidentally offend someone or Catch a case. Like nobody has time for that. Nobody. Right. And then the fourth one is going to be smell. You want to smell opulent. You want to smell rich. You want to smell powerful, maybe even intimidating. So spicy smelling perfumes are where you're going to do well because you're going to stand out. You're going to smell powerful, which is you never, ever, ever want to smell sensual like you're suggestive. Never, ever, ever want to smell like too suggestive, too available. And you definitely don't want to be musty. So make sure you base. And the last, the last sense is taste. Um, your breath is so important. So flossing is just as important as brushing. Mm-hmm. Floss your teeth, especially at night before bed. You want to make sure you floss in between each tooth. I know some people skip flossing, but that's not cool. You really, it does affect your breath. And you want to make sure you floss every day. Um, after every meal would be ideal you definitely don't want to chew gum while you're networking do not do that that is such a turn off it's very rude it's very it's, it's socially it's considered socially you know to be rude yeah um, you don't want to be smacking and doing all that while you're talking to someone especially if it's somebody that's of importance they don't want to see you chewing gum looking like a horse they don't right. wanna, they don't want to see that right. so those are the five senses of networking yes I love it I love it and Yes, I hygiene is so important to me. Like I'm oof. Yes, I totally agree. I posted something today and I was like, y'all, we have to take better care of our hygiene. But you know I'm a nurse, so that's like one of my one of my nursing things is definitely hygiene. Um and you explained the five senses of networking. Thank you so much. And how can people like take your course? How can they find you online? How can they work with you? Thank you, Weebie, so much. Y'all can find me on Instagram at The Networking Housewife. The Networking Housewife. I'm on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I'm also on Twitter, and it's The Networking HW because they was hating. (laughs) So The Networking HW on Twitter. I would love to get my Twitter game up because my Twitter game is my little special baby. So I would love to get my Twitter game up. But yes, mostly the networking housewife. And then if you'd love to join the program, I would love to have you. I would love to sit down with you. So go ahead and go to my Instagram. You'll find a link there um, at the networking housewife. Go to my Instagram. You'll find a link for a get together call. 
book a get together call with me and I would love to sit down with you and get to know you and get you into the program. The program is fun. It's a lot of fun. If this is healing can be fun, especially when you do it with sisters who have the right energy, like you will not be accepted as a client. If you have gossiping issues, we won't even accept you because we just don't, that's not the type of community we are. We support each other. We uplift each other. Gossiping is banned. We talk about some real stuff and we encourage the hell out of each other. Literally the hell. Mm-hmm. We get it up out of you. We get it up out of you. We bring you into your healthy space. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all please hit me up. That would be lit. I would love to meet you. We'll meet your some of the people in your audience. I would love to meet you wonderful ladies at The Networking Housewife on Instagram or TikTok. Yes. Uh, y'all check out Miss Sparkle at The Networking Housewife. She is amazing. She has some great videos on her Instagram as well. And Sparkle, I just want to thank you so much again for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Whitney. I appreciate you inviting me. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to just expand my audience and, um, just love, get love from other people's audience. Love, I thank you so much. We talk about that a lot in the morning meetup. So yes. the fact that you are living that and doing that, I appreciate it very much. And I appreciate you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. And y'all, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Wellness Homegirl Podcast. And y'all have a good one. Hey, sis. Thank you so, so, so much for listening to the Wellness Homegirl Podcast. I appreciate you so much. You guys do not even know but have you left your five-star review yet Hmm. have you no okay i need you to go do that for me your reviews help us get the wellness word out to other women like ourselves who are trying to level up in life also sis i know you're on social media so feel free to share the podcast on your social media platforms and tag me tag me the underscore wellness underscore home girl also if you're using the tips and tricks if you're leveling up if you're taking the advice you get from the podcast tag me in those posts i want to see it all i want to know how this podcast is benefiting you also if you have a topic that you would like me to discuss or know someone who would be an excellent guest for the podcast or you just want to leave me some feedback, feel free to email me at info at thewellnesshomegirl.com. Y'all know I love y'all. Y'all be beautiful, be blessed, and be well. Well, that concludes this episode of the Wellness Homegirl Podcast with Whitney Nicole. Make sure you share the podcast to your stories and tag Whitney in the story as well. You never know, you may just win something for your support. Thanks for listening.